Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here, I hope you're doing well. We've got a story out of Zero Hedge and it is about student debt. And I think it is very, very important because as people are now forced to go back to paying their uh, student loan debt, I think we're gonna see even more of a crunch on the economy and it's going to tighten its noose around the neck of so many borrowers around the country and it is going to lead to some bad things. The title of the story is entitled, uh, The Great Student Loan Non-Payment Boondoggle is over and household spending is about to collapse. It says right here, I'm gonna dive, I'm gonna not read the entire story for you, we're gonna chat about it. Uh, according to Goldman, the agreement announced on Saturday between un-uniparty leaders, Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy, titled hilariously, the Fiscal Responsibility Act. You gotta love how they, they, read, they write these, right? They always say it's called one thing and they totally mean another, right? Um, prohibits the Biden administration from extending the pause on student loan repayments in place since March of 2020. Think about that. Since March of 2020, people have not had to pay their student loan debt. So they've had a reprieve. But what have we seen since March of 2020? We've seen car prices explode, not only because of shortages, because people are paying astronomical prices. We're seeing other asset classes explode because people were taking money that they normally would have put towards debt and they put towards newer forms of debt. Let me ask you this. How many people do you think that you know out there that were in debt before that had were able to stop making payments actually went out and got newer forms of payments? I really have a hard time believing that most Americans took their savings, their monthly savings, instead of making payments on one debt and took it and dove it down on another. I know there are people that did that, and I applaud that. That is a great, uh, that would be a great thing to do. But I think by and large, there's still so many people out there that are running around insecure about how others view them, that they're out there buying things that they can't afford to, to please themselves and please others. And so I think that's the real crime here, and I think that's going to show up pretty soon. So it says here, even if it does not block the administration's student loan forgiveness plan, which is totally separate, which would wipe out up to $20,000 in federal loans per borrower and is currently being weighed by the Supreme Court, the plan was announced last year but was not yet implemented. Think about that. This is, this is one of those situations where a lot of people also have a lot of hope that the certain debts are going to be wiped off. So what are they doing with that money? I do not believe that most people are being prudent with that. If most people were prudent with situations like this or prudent with their money when, you know, the thought of something being stopped or their, their payments being halted for a while and they paid off debt, we wouldn't have crashes every seven to 10 years, these recessions, right? Recessions come because people don't have extra money and they get less work because the economy stalls and then they panic. That's really what happens. If everybody made money, they invested, they saved, and they didn't have any debt, we wouldn't have recessions. We'd have slowdowns, but nothing like we saw in 2008. Now it says, here are the details. Late last year, Biden extended the repayment pause, which postpones roughly $5 billion per month in student loan repayments until 60 days after the Supreme Court ruled on a separate $400 billion loan forgiveness plan. The Supreme Court is likely to rule on loan forgiveness in June, so this likely would mean a restart of payments after August of 2023. How do you feel that, that so many people, let's say you yourself are working in a blue collar job, you went to work, you didn't go to college, and these people that went to college now have the ability to be your supervisor, but also don't have to repay all their student loans. They just went willy nilly into it, dove in, and now they are being forgiven on the backs of your tax dollars. I'm curious what you think about that. Put that down below. 
And now, it's so you can already tell by my tone how I feel about it, I think it's disgusting. I think that that's not what builds men and women, good strong men and women, by having to deal with your obligations in life. When you sign on the dotted line, you owe it. But also, it just, it just breeds childness, childness, this, I can't even pronounce it, but this just irresponsible behavior. I could just do whatever I want and, and my, the government's gonna bail me out. I think that's what destroys a society, actually. Now it says, and now the debt limit agreement prohibits further extension of the payment pause, but remains silent on the student loan forgiveness. So we know right now by, uh, by September of 2023, this, uh, the payments are going to resume. Um, and this lines up with my, my call for a fall collapse, like when things really get bad in September and October, mid-September to mid-October, you're going to see things that are going to be crazy because of all the pressures economically being put on the average man or woman in America. Um, so it says, what happens then? Well, according to Jeffries, the return to monthly loan payments presents risks similar to the effects of the 2013 fiscal cliff. When tax increases led to reduced consumer spending, and in a note released Monday, J.P. Morgan's chief U.S. economist Michael Friol, Frioli sorry, said that the end of the payment moratorium will reduce annual disposable personal income by $38 billion, which will reduce consumer spending. Again, one more bit of pressure. As people have to pay payments, they're going to have less money to put into the economy. It's very, very simple math going to create massive pressure. Um, now it says, as noted above, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said the student loan deferment program will end no later than June 30th, 2023, and payments are expected to resume by September 1st of 2023. The amount of money we are talking about in excess of a trillion dollars is staggering. Student loans represent 7% of the US GDP, according to freight waves. Putting these, isn't that interesting that freight waves, a company that uh, brings out news on the freight industry is following student loan debt as well. Why? Well, a lot of their students or their truckers have student loan debt. On top of that, it's such a big metric, it's going to affect shipping. It's going to affect commerce. Think about that, it's a big deal. Man, putting these numbers in context, 64% of the $1.7 trillion in, in student loan debt have been in forbearance for the past three years, amounting to $1.1 trillion. This is staggering. Again, 65% of the $1.7 trillion, which equals $1.1 trillion, has been in forbearance for the past three years. So this is going to be an eruption in new, you know, the way that money has to flow out of somebody's hand now to their debtors, okay? This is a big deal. Um, some more math. According to the New York Fed study, the average student loan payment is $393 a month. So that is that much money that is going to come out of someone's hands now and go back to where it belongs. That's a big chunk of the average ordinary income. It says for consumers taking advantage of the program, they have deferred 39 months worth of payments, resulting in more than $15,327 in additional discretionary income during the period. So that $15,000 is going to have to be paid back. Very, very important. 
The forbearance program, when originally conceived, was intended to be short-term pro program to protect consumers from the COVID black swan event, but may, many consumers made financial decisions based on the short-term cash flow boost, treating the cash as permanent. In fact, the latest NY Fed household debt study showed delinquency on student loans until 2020, the highest among all types of credit, collapsed to near zero, courtesy of the repayment moratorium. Expect the red line to soar in the coming quarters. And they show you a chart. The facts of the matter are, we are in very serious times. And as these loans are being called due, or not called due, but the payments have to restart, that's gonna be a massive chunk. And remember, inflation is huge right now as compared to three years ago. So it was one thing for three years ago them to be able to stop paying $393 on average for their bills, right, to go into stuff. But now think about that $393 in the form of their current grocery bill as opposed to what it was three years ago. This is a big deal. And let me ask you this and put in the comments below. Do you think that the average person with student loan debt has gotten a raise that's equal to or greater than $393 a month? That's what you have to ask yourself. And when you answer that question, you see the real facts of how big of a deal this is come September. All right, guys, with that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.